Alright, hi everybody, this is A7X Fan Ben, and this is Pirates with Ben, uh, vlog number 64. So a nice number to hit, sometimes I associate certain numbers with gun armaments on Royal Navy ships, not just Royal Navy, but 64 gun ships of the line, 64 was one of the numbers of cannons um, some warships had in the Age of Sail, of course, then 74s became the most common, at least for ships of the line, eventually, but anyway, number 64, nice number. And uh, so first I want to say congratulations to Tom Brady and the New England Patriots for winning the Super Bowl. Um, as some of you know, sometimes they motivate me um, in terms of winning Pirates campaign games, which I'll get to in a second. And Tom's Instagram, especially going into the postseason or the playoffs, is really, really fun to check out. Um, so I don't really, I'm a baseball fan, I don't really watch football anymore, but once it comes time to get in the playoffs, Tom's just always there, and it's just it's just an amazing thing to see. So I actually made a post about it the day after the Super Bowl called Tom Brady is Thanos, and Admiral A7X fan Ben is Tom Brady. It's one of my favorite posts. I know it's kind of arrogant or braggadocious, whatever. But uh, So Tom has six Super Bowl rings, and uh, Thanos has six Infinity Stones. So And then the comparison from Tom to me, of course, as I've already talked about, or at least kind of showed in the CG3 retrospective video, and then especially in the CG4 hype video on YouTube, which I'll try to put in the end screens of this video or maybe link to in the description, if I remember to, is that Tom won his first three Super Bowls in a short period of time, so he was 3-0 in his first three, and then I'm um, same in my first three Vassal campaign games, which are my first three non-solo uh, Pirate CSG campaign games. So that's a cool post that I like a lot, so there's a link to that in the description if you want to check it out and comment on the post. And I'm posting two fleets a day right now. Uh, I did three today because it just happened to be like HMS Grand Temple Day, basically, because I have four versions of the HMS Grand Temple fleets. So I posted the last three today. So I just got those out of the way. But I'm trying to do two posts, two fleet posts per day in the fleets category, just to get those published and have the text back online in case MT ever goes down. And then I've got, I do have the actual fleet pictures from miniature trading saved as well. So one thing I want to do, this is kind of how I'm doing this vlog now, is I'm going to try to accumulate, like, not a certain number, but I'm basically going to accumulate a number of topics or news or just things I find interesting um, to kind of expand upon in the vlog. So once I accumulate enough topics or things I want to talk about related to Pirate CSG, that's most likely when I'll do a vlog rather than trying to do it all the time with the usual features, which I'm still going to do. So. Next, uh, also on Instagram, Fighting Sale is one of the accounts I follow, and it's basically um, a lot of pictures and or paintings, I should say, paintings and illustrations from ships in the Age of Sail, of course. So this one is just there's just so many great pictures here. It's just it's just awesome. Sometimes I comment on them. That's the Santissima Trinidad, most heavily armed ship of the line, of course. So there's just a lot of great pictures. A lot of factions, if you will. You know, it's not all just Royal Navy or anything. So, and there's some from 1600s. So, not just Napoleon age either. So, and some from after that actually too. So, it's just a really cool account. And if you're you're into naval stuff like me and Age of Sail history, it's just a it's a beautiful account. So, so to go check them out, link in the description, of course. And then next was an interesting thing I saw. Um, from Creeps, actually, who commented on my YouTube channel page, and he was talking about using waxed cord, um, I guess, to put at the bottom of a ship, 
um, to keep them from moving around. Like if you bump them, like let's say you have a table that's smooth and then you bump the ship, they might move. But if you have, I guess if you have like waxed cord, which I know from the wiki sticks, he has it in the comment. I have a link to this in the description too. Um, apparently that can help them stop moving if you bump them and stuff like that. So, so. So it's an interesting idea, and then he touched on some other stuff that I was asking him about, but anyway, I just want to share tips from the community that not everybody might see. So wax cord on the bottom of ships, or on the bottom of, at the end of straws, I guess is what he's saying as well. So, because sometimes I use straws to measure, usually I like to use a card, because I, I just prefer to use the regular official movement, but, but straws work good too, especially for going underneath arches and whatnot, of which I have many custom arches. So... Bill's Wholesale Gaming, I posted about this at the BST Facebook group. They're running out of stuff, uh, which I've already talked about before, but now they seem to be out of Pirates of the Caribbean Lot of 36 and Mysterious Islands MI Lot of 9 packs. So their stock continues to decrease a bit. They ran out of Davy Jones Curse Special Edition boxes not too long ago. Still have a lot of stuff up, obviously, but anyway, just something to be aware of, I guess. And then I found this, well, not... Well, I didn't find it recently, but I've been going through some of my long-term, not really long-term, but some of my random Pirates CSG to-do lists lately, um, including my fan site, which I'll get to soon. And I, I just wanted to comment on some posts across the web. This one's from 2009, but it's a cool, it's a cool page where you see you see some custom islands for for use in Pirates games, or you could use it for other games. So, and apparently these are based on. Um, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. So fans of that and Mysterious Islands could get some extra pleasure out of checking those out. So I commented there, and you can see the link to that in the description, of course, as well. And then someone at the Facebook, I think it was the, the, the board game group on Facebook, I posted there, finally, about Pirate CSG last night, and somebody said something about, in like a comment on a picture, they said something about putting duplicate ships and crew and whatnot in, like, a geocache, which is, like, some... I found out about it last year, some kind of thing where you search for stuff based on clues, maybe, and you find, you find like, a box, basically, in the outdoors, and it's got, like, stuff in it that other people have left there. So it's kind of a funny idea uh, in case... I don't know, in case you don't want to sell stuff or in case you want to give stuff away but don't really know who to give it to in terms of playing, you could put... I guess you could put duplicates in a geocache out in the wilderness... And then uh, you might get more people into the game that way. So that's an interesting idea. So obviously a lot of random topics to cover. And then probably the biggest news, though, actually, that is pretty cool, is that I've gotten into contact with James Ernest, one of the original Pirate CSG game designers. And it looks like we're going to hopefully be able to do a podcast together either later this month or early in March. So I started a, a thread at the forum. Um, so you can submit any questions you have for him there in that thread. So go ahead and check that out. There's already some questions, but I'm sure people watching this can come up with some more too. So, so that'll be pretty exciting and cool. Definitely one of the biggest podcast episodes, if not the biggest, not the longest, but the you know the most important, you could say. So that'll be fun. And then before I get into the features real quick, I'm trying to fix up the website a little bit. It's fine, but there's some little changes I'm making. So one of the changes I made recently that was a lot easier than I expected it to be was uh, 
now there's pagination on the forum pages. So instead of having every reply in a topic be all on one page, which was really starting to slow the custom ships thread down, I just had to make a simple little change in WordPress. So now there's, um, I think, 30 replies per page, for, per forum page, I believe. So and up to 100 topics on the first page of the forum. So that that's already helping the custom ships thread because it loads faster now and my replies went through faster today. So, so that's good. And then there's going to be some other changes as well. I made a couple more other changes recently. I put the reviews category um, in the menu and I might put my fleets category in the menu as well, but I'm not sure yet. So I just don't want it to go beyond three lines. I just don't want it to get too massive, the menu, because I could put even more stuff there, but it's already got a lot of stuff on it. So and I might put the game, the game ideas page. I want to put that somewhere more visible. I don't know if I could link to it on the homepage maybe, or put it in a certain sidebar of battle report, something like that. So just more stuff I'm on my to-do list, but I've been hacking away at my pirates to-do list, which feels really good to get some stuff out of the way that I that have been jotting down on it for months now, or sometimes years. Some of these posts, like that custom islands post, like I was I was gonna look at that a long time ago, and it's just one of those things where I just put it on a list and do it later. But I'm trying to cut down in the to-do lists. So getting into the actual features of the log, the consistent features, we've got deals of the day, but these are ending. Uh, like literally today, so on February 11th, so you may not see these in time, but there's basically boxes of DJC, FN, and OE up. Those will be interesting. And the latter two have um, the tournament packs, tournament LE packs. So the those are the deals, the Bloody Jewel being bid on. And then there's a three-pack lot of Spanish main. So a little bit abbreviated, but that's all right. So some interesting deals there. Collect too much is the seller with the boxes. They've been doing quite a bunch of pirate stuff the past year or so, perhaps. All right, so getting into the card of the day, sets 1 through 14 to include Return to Savage Shores, but I get set number 10, which is Caribbean, 11, 12, 13, yep. So Caribbean, and then I think there's, well, this set numbers to 203 or something similar, so I managed sure trading has been a little bit slower um, than usual lately. But at least it's still up, so that's cool. So we can still reference it and stuff like that. So, so I'm going to sort the faction by game pieces. I don't need the master spreadsheet because I only had that up in case Return to Savage Shores was a set. Oh, and it does number to 300 with Flying Dutchman, so we'll see if I get a game piece. Oh my god! Alright, so this is why sometimes these random number generators are kind of weird to me because it seems... This happens, this has happened in the past more than I would expect it to. So, 1 to 300, and it goes right to 300, so I don't know. Hopefully it's not a glitch, but but anyway. But it is a game piece, so this is the final uh, numbered piece in the set. The Flying Dutchman, not the original version. The uh, 001 version is 20 points, got a bunch of abilities. So this one does not have an ability that says, this is cool. <laughs> So there's no abilities on this ship. This is just miniature-trading code in the database that's not accurate. There's no abilities for this one. Um, it's basically the promo version of the Flying Dutchman. It's actually pretty common. It's not as cheap as I'd like it to be. I kind of wish it was as common and cheap as the Obago or the Mysterious Islands Convention packs, but I think they might be like $5 on eBay. I'm not sure. Let me actually, let me just see if I can peek at it real quick. 
if I can find something. But so the Flying Dutchman, there's three var three variations, and this one is well, they're all decent. They're all decent. This one might be the most playable though, because it's the cheapest by far. The others are 17 and 20 points, including the Curse version or Davy Jones Curse. All right, so it's 8.99. All right, that's that's so it's not too cheap anymore. I think somebody was selling them for five, but I could be wrong. So, but you can get them on eBay either way. Um, they're not too rare, but so this one, eleven points, five cargo, L move, all three S cannons, no ability. So it's a really basic five master, but a good one because of how low the cost is. So I think this could actually be more expensive. Twelve or thirteen would be fine because the cargo is so good. And you can easily make it a very good hybrid with all the named crew the pirates have, such as Hammersmith, combining Captain and Helmsman into one crew, or just regular Captain Helmsman, and then some other crew as well. So I would usually run this as a hybrid. What I like about this Flying Dutchman is it's one of the only five, well, not really only, but it's it's one of the better five masters you can run as a hybrid in a low point game, like 30 or 40 points, and then still have plenty of point space left for other stuff. So... You could even just go bare bones, Captain and Helmsman for 16 points, and you'd have more than 50% of your points left in a 40-point build total game. So, so this one is a, a very nice ship. Rating out of 10, I would probably say maybe 8 out of 10. Um, cannons are all 3S, and it's not really like overwhelmingly good. It's just you know it's just a really nice basic simple five master. So it's a little funky because it doesn't really thematically the 20-point version does a much better job of representing the ship in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, because this is, of course, from the Caribbean set. But I actually have an even more thematic version in my custom set, Pirates of the Epic Seas, but that can go underwater, like the one from, you know, the movies. But that one's kind of wacky, obviously. And they did, WizKids obviously didn't want to make wooden ships that went underwater, regardless of the movie tie-ins. But, oh well. But it's a solid ship. Definitely a good five master at that, so recommended, especially for pirates players. Of course, should be cursed. Of course, I've already talked about that, but I wish that the actual cursed from the movies were cursed in the game. But they only did two factions for Caribbean set. One of the many flaws of that set, but still a set I like. So, and then finally, picture of the day is one I submitted today on Instagram, and it's one of my favorite pirate CSG pictures of all time. It's from Economy Edition. It's just really good, nice lighting, just natural daylight back in 2015 during Economy Edition. I'm posting every picture with the associated captions from all the battle reports in that game on my Instagram account right now. So this one is the San Cristobal um, building El Castillo del Infanta um, and kind of denying the cursed uh, textiles island in the process as part of Canon Fury's Economy Edition rules. So one of my favorite pictures just really sums up the naval, the naval nautical theme of the game, and it has a lot of my favorite things. It's got a reef, which is one of my favorite terrain types, especially for aesthetics. The reefs look really nice compared to some of the other terrain types, and they make more sense too because the Sargasso Sea is like is like really small in a way. The fog bank would be, and iceberg obviously would be above water, so and the whirlpool is just fake. So, um, or like it wouldn't. It makes no sense anyway. So, and then it's got a fort with the flags, you got a coin in the fort, the Spanish explored marker on the island, the San Cristobal, of course, is a nice looking ship, and you've got another fort in the background. So, just one of my favorite pirates pictures. So, you can go follow Tom <laughs> for motivation, fighting sail for 
page of sale is illustrations. And then of course my pirate CSG account for all things pirates economy edition right now for the next few months at least. So anyway, thanks for watching this vlog. I'll be back once I have more stuff to talk about beyond just the features. And the question of the day though is related to Hills Wholesale Gaming running out of Caribbean and MI lots. Uh, do you think eventual scarcity of packs could result in higher prices? This is one thing I've thought about. It hasn't really occurred yet, but there seems to be a lot of, there's been a lot of cheaper packs or a lot of lots that have sold on eBay. And one thing I noticed was that on eBay nowadays, sometimes when I look for pack lots, um, a lot of them say one left and probably some of them are gone and I just don't realize it because the listing has disappeared. And now Hills Hills Sale Gaming is also running out of stuff and they've always had good prices. So it makes sense that they're getting low on stuff. So I guess just kind of an opinionated question if you think that, you know, in the long term, not so much this year or even next year, but into the 2020s, it'll be interesting to see if like pure scarcity of packs results in higher prices, but especially once wholesale gaming might run out of a lot of stuff eventually. But one thing that I think could counter that is people that do have unopened packs that are just kind of sitting on them. And I do have some myself that I don't want to sell. Um, I prefer not to. But once, you know, prices start rising, then people that do have packs sitting around might sell them and then that increases the supply again. So, but, and it's not like the community is huge. It's not like there's a ton of people buying packs to open, but it does seem like the number of unopened packs has certainly been steadily declining. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, but that's more of like a super long-term five-year, 10-year thing than anything this year. But interesting to know your thoughts on that. And uh, check out some of my stuff here. Comment on the post if you want to. And of course, submit your questions for James Ernest. Probably the biggest news in this podcast by far. So thanks again for watching. I'll be back with more Pirates content.